Hello and welcome back to another episode of that VHS podcast. It's very chilly in the studio today, hence my uh, my headwear. Um, I have had the heaters running, but I am absolutely freezing at the moment, so I probably should have put a jacket on on, on top of my ridiculous t-shirt that I'm currently wearing. Um, today we have uh, mischief, some mirth, and a bit of mayhem, and some fun too. And uh, this week's guest is uh, a man who needs simply no introduction. Uh, in fact, you've probably seen him on your telly box on those LinkedIn TV adverts. Um, he's the cream of career change makers. It's Mr. Andrew McCaskill. Hey, Nick. How's it going? <laughs> How was that for an intro? That was good. I'll, get, I'll give you a, a virtual fist pump for that one. Thank you so much. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys know, you probably know by now how, how the uh, how the show works and the uh, the format is. So um, the first part of this is uh, is what we call Buy My Stuff. Uh, this is where Andrew gets to introduce who he is, uh, what he does, and uh, yeah. So far away. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm a bloke who um, runs an organization called Executive Career Jump, and our mission is to end career-based misery, Nick. So we help people who are looking to move up in their roles or are looking to find a new job or are looking to start a business. And we've got a bunch of digital products and things that support people with that. Beautiful. And I think just down below, Haley's put it down there. You can see um, Andrew's Andrew's website scrolling along. In the That's awesome. Just, Great work, Haley. Thank you. It's amazing. It's the, the miracle of, of modern technology. Um, I can't see anyone in the com. Oh, here we go. Alistair's just popped in. Uh, we've we've got our first our first has arrived. He's like he is like Swiss clockwork. This man on a Friday, always in first. Oh, you put nearly missed this, but <laughs> no, you're here. You're fine, Alistair. You're here. It's safe. It's fine. We're okay. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this is the part. This is going to be very difficult to do this part of the show if no one's watching and if no one's commenting. Uh, but this is the three word wonder segment of the show. So you guys out there in comment land um, get to uh, just take three completely random words um so i'll give you an example uh we could use uh the words uh careers uh cucumber and godzilla for example um and andrew gets the the unenviable task of going away and creating a post off of those three random words fantastic um, so, so the more diverse, the more crazy, the more obscene that those words are, uh, the harder it's going to make it for Andrew to create a post of them. So, um, f- feel free to pop them down in the comments section. Um, and then towards the end of the show, we'll take the three best words, uh, and Andrew will go away and he'll create a post ba- based off of those, those three words. Uh, so, uh, so get cracking in the, uh, in the chat. It's weird that I can only see, oh, there we go. Mike's, Mike's here as well. Fantastic. I can only see a few people in, um, in chat at the moment. Um, okay. So, uh, riddle me this next. So this is the part of the show where I prime, uh, you lovely lot out there in Commentsville to get your uh, questions ready for our two sections. So, um, one is the eight bit banter section, which is a bit, bit later on. And then two, is the question loop segment so for the 8-bit banter segment uh, we're going to get andrew playing um some video games uh which is specifically duck hunt uh it's quite a tricky game to play anyway but what we want to try and do is throw him off his game a bit by asking him absolutely ridiculous questions so the more ridiculous the question the more it's going to throw him off his game so pop those in the comments as well um and then if you've got any more slightly serious questions for andrew uh, we can ask them a bit later on to. um okay so on to um uh 
the where are we oh okay the post with the most yep sorry Haley's Haley's ahead of me it's Friday you can tell my my brain's like mashed potato already um so this is this is a post uh that Andrew's recommended that oh hold on a second uh it would appear this is how organized I am that my dms are popping up that's my community manager so hi Patrick <laughs> <laughs> hey Patrick, in the, in, in the DMs there. Um, so this is a post that um, Andrew uh, recommended. Um, his post of the week. Now, who can you tell us a bit, a bit about this post, Andrew? Who this is from and, and why you selected it? Yes, I love to. So Kim, I want to say Waddle, but I always butcher people's names. So apologies, Kim, if you're watching. If um, I haven't nailed that, but Kim um, was made redundant um, this week. Very sadly, like a lot of people over the last couple of years, which is. You know, quite a brutal experience, but I thought the bravery she showed was tremendous. So what Kim did pretty quickly was um, pull together a, a video um, just in a front room, as you can see, where for two and a half minutes, she explained very openly and vulnerably what had happened to her, how she was feeling about the situation, um, the fact that she'd been blindsided a little bit, didn't see it coming, and was really just got showed a tremendous amount of courage to reach out to her network for help. And as you can see, Nick, from the level of reactions, she's had well over 10,000 reactions, which is coming up for 11,000 now and a couple of thousand comments, a couple of thousand shares. I mean, that will be a million plus views yeah. in my experience. That's that's, uh, that's that's absolutely staggering and phenomenal. The power of, of just being open and honest and genuine with your network um, and, and seeing the transformational power that, that LinkedIn can provide. If she doesn't get a job off the back of that video, I will I will eat this hat. Yeah, well, we've live we've had, on air. <laughs> we, we've had um, we've had a, a couple of uh, message exchanges with her. Zoe's had a couple of message exchanges with her, and she's inundated with interview requests. So this oh. one this one <laughs> post has gone so viral that I don't think Kim is going to be uh, out of work for very long at all, which is just awesome. And just as you say, just shows what vulnerability and courage can do, right? Yeah, and, and that's the that's the transformational power of this platform that people don't understand that it literally has the power to transform lives. Like that's that video is going to transform her life, um, and she she may even get a, a job that that she loves more than the one that she had previously, which is that's phenomenal. That is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I agree. And, and one one thing we see um, as well is that a lot of people are afraid of even letting their network know that they're looking for a role. So we see yeah. some people who, who almost through a mix of ego or pride or shame even, which nobody should ever feel when this kind of thing happens to them, they kind of try and bury it. And we yeah. try and encourage people as much as possible to kind of shoot up a flare and let people know what's going on. And just, yeah, proof of point there. It's fantastic, mate. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's 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 that kind of stuff which which um, kind of attracted me to the platform initially. That it's just you know it has the transformational power to to change lives, and and the more the more open and honest and and um, you know uh, she she obviously wasn't afraid of doing it because she, she kind of had nothing to lose. But but the less fear you have with it, the the rewards on the other side of it are just yeah they're, they're mind blowing. That is that is the the kind of um, the pinnacle of of what LinkedIn's uh, about. I think um, definitely. So it's amazing. Warms your, warms your cockles it really does and uh she was clearly nervous she was clearly nervous in the video quite emotive at various points in the video and i think it's that exact openness that that helped her oh the boss is in better behave them <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Uh, Dan's here as well. Awesome, good stuff. We've got a few people populating into the uh, into the comments, which is always nice. Okay, uh, this is probably one of my more favourite parts of the uh, the show. Um, this is uh, our, our pop quiz, our movie questions. So, uh, ten questions in a minute. Haley, if you could. Pop quiz, hot shot. Still gives me nightmares. That image still gives me nightmares. It's terrifying. <laughs> I hope you think that one's bad. You wait until later on. Um, oh, okay, so, so we've got 10, 10 questions in a minute. Uh, you guys out there in Commentsville, uh, uh, Mr. Doyle's here as well. Fantastic. Um, get involved. Um, some of these questions are a little bit tricky. Some aren't oh, too bad. No. Uh, but but I, think, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be all right. So, okay. Without further ado, here we go. Uh, so... Uh, we don't talk about what is one of the songs from the most recent Disney movie in Canto. Kevin. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen oh! it. Once you do, you won't be able to get that song out of your head. I can guarantee I've got, it. I've got, young <laughs> I've got young children as well. I should have got that. We don't talk about Kevin is a book. Isn't it? And a movie okay, yeah, yeah. About, yeah, yeah. about a guy who shoots up a school or something. So very different type of movie. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Next. Move on. Quick. Quick. Is, quick. Is, Let's try and recover a, this. Is a is it an American uh, American book, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, is. yeah. Uh, it is. Yeah. Um, uh, when Nemo was put in a fish tank in Finding Nemo, what new name did the other fish give him? Oh. I'll give you a clue. Shark something. I, I've your seen it so many times. Your mind's gone blank. Shark bait was the answer to that one. Shark bait. Yeah. Shark bait. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Shark Bait. Yeah. Uh, in what movie was there a character named Mike Myers? A character named Mike Myers, not Mike Myers the actor. No, not Mike Myers the actor. An actual character named Mike Myers. Nope, no idea. We're not. We're Halloween. Off Halloween. Halloween. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that you, you're batting three for three so far. So yeah, hopefully yeah. we can get some of these. We need to catch uh, them. We need to catch uh, them. Uh, who is a genetically altered, cybernetically enhanced talking raccoon in 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy? What is the name of Pass. the character? Rocket. Right. I've never seen that either. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, the Spice Melange is a fictional drug which gives users prescience from which recent sci-fi epic? The Spice Melange, is that what the you said? Spice Melange, it's a very old book, science fiction book from the 60s. It was originally made and directed by David Lynch in the 80s, and it recently got remade by uh, Denis Villeneuve um, this year. Uh, it's a fantastic sci-fi movie. Come on, without come this in. movie, without this movie, there would be no Star Wars. Really? Yeah, it's that, it's that seminal uh, science fiction. Do you want me to give you the answer? Yep. Quantum June. June, June. Oh, yeah. June. Good work, Eric. Keep them oh, coming, mate. Bail Doyle, me out here. Doyle's, Doyle's there to, to bail you out. Okay, you should get this one. What really? Quentin Tarantino film is about a yeah. female assassin attacking Bill. Her... Yes! Yes! We got one. We got one. Right, okay. I can feel you now. You're getting into your stride. That's we're going to carry we're on the um, What country is Inspector Clouseau in the Pink Panther from? Hmm. France would be obvious, but I think Belgium. Oh, you had it! It was France. It's France. It was France. Yeah. It was France, yep. Um, in X-Men First Class, who is the founder of the X-Men? Um, no, pass. Bald dude in a wheelchair. 
Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Uh, that was the actor, but the character's name is Charles Xavier, hence yeah. X-Men. <laughs> oh, is that why it is? Oh, very yes. cool. Okay, uh, the, fa- the famous line, uh, keep off the moors, is uttered at the start of which 1981 John Landis directed horror classic? Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, it's an it's one of my favourite horror movies, An American Werewolf in London, which you oh, need yeah. to go and see now. <laughs> okay, I will do. I'll check it out. Um, what was the name of the pet mouse? I gave you some easy ones this week. So, what was the name of the pet mouse in the Green Mile? The little mouse pet- that, they, that, that he keeps in a box. It was Mister Something. Mister Tibbs. Oh, Mister Jingles. Mister Jingles. Jingles. Well, one out of one ten. Out of ten. Eight- that's ain't him. bad, ain't bad. I'm yes. just happy to that's avoid pro- the duck. That's probably the worst score we've had so far. So it's, congratulations! I'm very proud of that. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> set a new benchmark. Yes, a new the the, the bar has been set there. Um, okay, so uh, on to our next segment, which is the Back to the Future segment, where we get to talk about future trends in business. Um, if you could roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. Um, I've noticed uh, we've we've had a few people in um, chat, and there's a few people in the comments. Uh, we're missing out our three words for our three word wonder segment. So if we can start getting those in, guys, um, I know Eric's very good at this. So you can start start peppering the comments with your three random words. Um, get them in there. Otherwise, we're not going to have uh, a three word post for Andrew to post at the end of the live. So. Get them coming in, please. Um, okay, uh, right. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, this. Is uh, I'm going to learn something here, uh, which is awesome for a Friday. We're going to talk about fractional careers, which I have no concept of whatsoever. So, what is a fractional career? Yeah. So, fractional <laughs> careers of now. This I do know the answer to. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is good. Um, so, fractional um people who are choosing fractional careers are like the x-men of the executive world in some ways um, to link it and and segue back so what are they doing so i guess you've got a group of experienced people right now who are saying um i'm a marketing director and what i really love about my marketing director job is this particular piece of the puzzle um but a lot of the time i'm doing a whole load of other stuff that i don't really love and so rather than have one permanent role in a big organization, what yep. I'm going to do is have three or four permanent roles in three or four organizations, typically smaller organizations. So if you think about something, an organization that's growing quite quickly, they not, yeah. might not be, able, they might not be able to afford, uh, afford, you know, 150 grand on a chief marketing officer, but yep. they might be able to afford a 33% stake in a 50 K investment in that chief marketing officer. And so we're seeing more and more people in, finance, marketing, technology, and these type of areas, rather than just being employed by one larger business, being employed by a number of businesses. And I think it's really cool. Yes, I guess. um, I mean, that's, I suppose, COVID probably um, exacerbated that and kind of um, really kind of put a rocket under that movement. But it's kind of the way things have been. I mean, you know, we're more used to remote working now. We're we're more used to um, having a career and, and a job that kind of changes regularly. So that I, I guess that's the kind of evolution of it. Really, is is um, 
and and I guess for the for the person who's in the role as well, it's just much more exciting because you're you're working with a much broader cross section of people. Every day is different. It's yeah, it's yeah, that's it's really. I, I mean, you've 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 just uh, taught me something that I, I didn't know about because I'm not in that space. So um, yeah, it's really cool. cool. You'll see uh, LinkedIn profiles now popping up with fractional CMO or on demand FD. So there's also the other way that it's being referred to is on demand. But I think it's also um, again, which is really cool, is people leaning into their strengths and what they enjoy rather than worrying too much about their weaknesses. And I think yes. that yeah. I think that's awesome, right? We spend way too much time worrying about our weaknesses. It's a waste of time, really. Um, if, yeah. you're rubbish, if you're rubbish at something, you're probably still going to be relatively rubbish, even if you work at it a lot. So you're better off going, what am I yeah. awesome at? And just do all that all the time. Yeah, what, what 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 do I like? What am I passionate about? And what, what am I awesome at? And just, yeah, all the other stuff, just uh, let someone else do it because you probably suck at it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh uh, so Andrew's put, um, sorry, Alice has put Andrew's that similar to non-exec board members. Uh, similar in the fact that non-exec board members will have portfolio careers, Alistair. So they will act as a non-executive director, but it's more operational. So you will actually be the financial finance director for three companies, not turning up as a um, a non-exec on a monthly, ba on a once a month basis for the board meetings. It's it's more operational and in the business than the, than a Ned. Yep. Okay. Makes that makes sense. Um, yeah, Jessica's put it's very similar to the freelance model um, that, that she uses as well. Um, it is. Yeah, but yeah. Free, freelancers is not an employment relationship. It's no, no. Yeah. More, yeah. more project based. Which this is being employed by a number of people at the same time. Full, full time. But yeah, just just across a, a range of. Do, do you find that um, people people who kind of take these roles on that they stick to particular sectors, or do you find people kind of have a have a mix, or is it is it, is it kind of a mixture of both? I'm terrified by some of the words that are being put into this uh, comment section. Um, it's uh, generally, <laughs> generally within a sector, but it, dep it depends what you're doing, right? Like marketing, you don't need industry experience to be good at marketing, do you? If you're good at marketing, you can market hey, for anyone. You don't need marketing experience either. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> we're, we're both testament to that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah. Can you tell me what a snollygoster is? Uh, I have no idea. I, I, I think Eric might be making some of these words up. Um, I, I'll get Haley to double check that that is actually a word. Um, I'm not. Or, I'm not convinced it is. <laughs> or are, there, are these some of the answers to the sci-fi movie questions that you were asking me earlier? Is that no? Is they're that they're definitely they're definitely part of the uh, of the three word wonder segment. Um, okay. Um, I know Mr. Doyle is going to get very. This is the part of the show where where Eric gets very nervous because Eric was our first guest and he set the bar for the high score on Duck Hunt. So Doyle, if you're out there, I can smell you sweating right now. Andrew, Andrews, yeah, he's he's pretty good at Duck Hunt. I've I've seen his moves. So uh, Haley, if you could roll V team, we'll move on to the eight bit banter segment. Eight bit banter. <laughs> okay uh don't forget you guys out there in comment land we need some really stupid questions in this segment to ask andrew while he's playing to throw him off his game um because this is a bit like uh you know the old um rubbing your stomach and kind of patting your head thing uh he's going to be answering questions whilst playing duck hunt 
uh, and we need we need just really difficult questions to throw him off his game while he's doing it. Um, so any any ridiculous comments or questions, uh, pop them in uh, the comment section. Uh, and let me just get this stuff ready. Okay, uh, are you ready to? Are, are you are you prepped? Are you ready? Are you kind of you know? Have you have a have a little shake? Have a kind of breathe out and just. Yeah, it, I mean, it it feels like a lot of work's gone in prior to this moment in terms of rehearsal and practice and years of mental it has. preparation. So it has. Um, I, I know it has. I, I, I'm sure you were probably meditating and just imagining ducks in like a kind of um, visualizing you know, in, in a, like in a Neo pancake, matrix in a... type. <laughs> um, so can you can you see that it says you lose on the front, which I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. a I don't know if that's a prediction or based on my quiz answers. I don't want any of that negative behavior right. in this okay. room. Andrew, right now. You're well, a winner. You're a winner. I, Say it. I, I, I do. I do remember this from the old consoles, and I think. I think that in terms of tips, I think it's about keeping relatively still and waiting for the duck to come to you rather than chasing the duck. And there's an inspirational quote for any influencers who are uh, on the call today. Um, so, shall we start? Yeah, go for it. All right, come on then, duckies. Let's go. Uh, so Jessica said, Andrew, do you think more freelancers will have to move the model you've mentioned around on-demand PAYE employees at multiple companies with the changes that IR35 have bought? I do, yeah, because I, th I think I think uh, we're seeing more and more roles go inside IR35, and I think this is a continuation of that, unfortunately, for the uh, genuine freelancers. Beautiful. Well answered. Well answered. See, see who says men can't multitask? Um <laughs> Alistair says, what flavour is custard? Custard flavour. Vanilla mainly, if you get the good stuff. Boom. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you some of my uh, my own questions as well. Um, what games did you play when you were younger, apart from Duck Hunt? Street, Street Fighter 2 was the favourite um, in the good arcades. Choice. Absolutely loved that. Um, who, who, was your, who was your Street Fighter 2 main? Who was your main character? Ryu. Um, See, this but, is why we get on so well. But I didn't mind it. a bit of Dal Seam either, just for yeah, just yeah, mix that, it up. And that, uh, Chung, that, that Chung Lee was fun. good. Chung, Chung Lee, was yeah, good. yeah. I was a big, uh, big Sagat fan as well back in the day. Um, uh, what's your favourite video game of all time? You are doing incredibly well, sir. Keep going. <laughs> what's my favourite? What? Sorry, your favourite video game. Um, I would say um, actual video game. Probably, yeah, probably uh, Sonic. I used to, Sonic as a kid oh. for sure. Probably Sonic. Happy days. Uh, Eric has put boxes or briefs. Boxes. Ooh, straight out of the gate. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got a uh, thunder thighs, so um, the ch can't deal with the chafe. No, I'm not a big fan of the chafing either. Um, jam first or cream first, Andrew? Cream first, which I think makes me Devon rather than Cornwall, doesn't it? It does, I think. Yeah, I'm a cream first guy as well. There's, I think there's a science in it in that, that you know, you put the cream on first, you put the jam on top, and it's the jam that hits the palate first. So you get that sweet Oh, I love blast. that. There's actual science to it, you know? It's just, why that you would do it the other way around, I don't, I don't know. That was so well um, described. We'll get Nigella on the uh, onto you. That You could do a job for her, I think. Uh, should Boris stand down? Uh, yes, uh, about six months ago would have been good. <laughs> Uh, uh favorite video game character and why um whoever the what's the baddie called in uh sonic um uh dr uh, robotnik the yeah, dr. robotnik 
I like yeah, Robotnik's yeah. vibe, yeah. Just I just think he was fantastically evil and sinister. Oh my goodness, look at the ducks. Look at all the ducks. If, if Doyle, if I was out there, mate, right now I'd be sweating because uh because Andrew is smashing it. Let's have a look at that score. What did he get? What does it what say? Get? Uh 8600! <laughs> 8600. You, you've done what it. We you, saying? Smashed Eric, you smashed Eric's score, dude. You've chin done up, it. Chin up, Doyle. Doyle. Doyle you're chin out up, of mate. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. That's a yes. good uh, moment and, of glory. And to be fair, uh, there were some fiendishly difficult questions in there as well. Um, that was... Uh... <laughs> oh, dear. You've been knocked off the top. So we'll have to get Doyle back on again to, to see if he can redeem his crown. Um, for sure. That was that was fantastic. I was I was sweating. I was nervous for you. But, but dude, you handled it like a boss. High five. <laughs> oh, no. I, w- I went with the fist and you went with the five. We did an Anthony. Oh, we could, let's, let's, let's do that then. There we go. Ready? Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to move on to um, our gratitude corner now. So you guys out there in comment land, um, this is a bit where you, uh, this is the kind of um, uh, more, more kind of zen part of the show where we get to calm, calm down a little bit uh, and just take a breath and be, um, just express gratitude for something um good that's happening in our lives at the moment and you guys can put it down in the comment section as well so Haley, if you could roll vt please gratitude gratitude, gratitude oh wow Are you, yeah the the, <laughs> the the pop quiz one was a little bit scary that one's even more scary you did warn um, me that would have been not... certificate 18 in the pop not... quiz context <laughs> nightmare fuel that is absolute yeah. nightmare fuel <laughs> um so yeah this is the bit bit of the show where we get to express um gratitude i'm gonna i think i'm gonna express uh gratitude for uh, my friend uh, my mentor and um my business partner eric who's in the chat at the moment um he has taught me an exceptional amount over the last six months um in terms of business um helped me to become uh, a better person uh, better at business um and uh, i love him so uh, and, and that's just pure platonic man-to-man love eric i love you there you go there's a bit of gratitude there andrew you're next what are you grateful for today wow it could be a, um, could be a thing could be a person could be anything yeah so what what i'm really grateful for as um and i think this was one of the better things that came out of lockdown for me is walking so I reckon I've walked more in the last two years than the previous 20. And I'm really grateful that it was kind of forced upon us. We were only allowed out for an hour a day because in doing so, I forced myself to go out to make use of that hour. And it's now become a habit. And I find it quite meditative. I find it brilliant for stress relief. I find that it gets me to talk more with the people around me as well, if you go on walks with each other. Um, So I'm very, very grateful for walking in particular. I think that's that's been awesome. And I'm going to keep it up. Yeah, yes, it's um, it, I, 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 you know, there's so many pluses to come out of the back of of COVID, and I think that's definitely one of the ones. It is in terms of kind of forcing us to slow down a little bit, be a bit more introspective, spend more time with our families. Although some of us did spend a bit too much time with our families, um, <laughs> but I, I, I got I got to the point actually with walking where it was the complete opposite for me. I was like, oh my god, we're going out for another. Like, I want to do something else other than walking. <laughs> it kind of got to that point where we were going out for walks every single weekend on the dot um with the family but um i we we've kept it up now as a habit as well so so um 
we did it for so long and we now we now go out for a walk in the woods on a Sunday and then come back and have a nice nice cooked breakfast for lunch and it's just yeah it's just lovely to get out in nature and and just um yeah just relax and, and chat about your week and it's, it's lovely it's lovely to do yeah, so, it's a real natural thing and i never realized how many like ponds and lakes and stuff there were within a few miles of us you know like i, I didn't even know where i lived really i just used to drive somewhere and then drive back to my driveway so i yeah. think it's i think it's a really cool thing and we need to keep it up it's, it's it's weird isn't it how how the opposites happen in terms of how covid kind of forced us to stay at home and, and closed our world down that it's actually opened it up more yeah. yeah, totally. And and I also think um, the more digital and technology focused society and we all become, the more we actually retreat and lean into some of the very basic human stuff. Like, yeah. so, you know, there's a lot of, you know, stoicism's back, meditation's back, going for walks yeah. is back. Like we're, the more progressed and evolved and technology driven we get, the more we kind of lean towards. There's a, a part of our brain that pushes back against it and wants to, yeah, embrace just lean that back into that. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's really healthy from a, from a mental point of view. It helps me enormously for sure. Absolutely, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a firm believer in balance. I'm a, I'm a really big believer in that universe requires balance at all times. And if we do, we, we move too much that way, or get or get or get too immersed in in digital. There's a part of ourselves that goes, no, we need to get back to nature, and we need to, you know, we need to refresh that analog um, side of ourselves. So, yeah, yeah, big believer in that. Um, okay, uh, so we're on to question loop now. Um, any questions from you guys um, out there in the uh, in Commentsville? Um, get them into the comments. We'll get them up for Andrew. Um, um, last week's guest, and we always get this. So, so the previous week's guest always gets to ask a question uh, for this week's guest. So, at the end of the show, I'm going to get Andrew to give us a guest for the week, um, the week after's guest. Um, so, we had Claire on last week, and uh, um, Claire's quite a, a silly cat. So, um, we love her the bits. Uh, and her her question, uh, because she's the uh, the sausage queen of Chicago, she puts a lot of sausages into her marketing. Was, uh, do you like sausage? Um. In the Richmond sense, very much so. And um, I actually think kind of the dirtier, the better. I think a lot of the really gourmet stuff just isn't a sausage anymore, really. It's a burger in a different shape. So I like the old yeah. school Richmond stuff that burns on the barbie and, and sizzles in you, the pan. You can't, you can't tell what's inside it. Yeah. No, oh, no, you, don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to you know. Don't wanna know. You don't no. want to know. Uh, Zoe, Zoe has, uh, has put, oh, hold on a second. What is your favorite meal? We're married, <laughs> just to remind you. Um, <laughs> um, after today, I'm going to say duck pancakes with um, hosting sauce, cucumber and spring onion. Um, oh, it's just the one, isn't it? Uh, the trouble with it, it's so good that then the mains come out in a Chinese or Szechuan restaurant and you can't eat them because you've smashed all the duck. But yeah, let's go with duck pancakes. I think that that's oh, it's a beauty. It's a beauty. They're so Moorish as well. Like oh. when you when you order a duck, what do you go for? Do you go for a quarter? Or do you go for half? For your half? Straight in for the half, yeah. Straight in for the yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. I thought so. Um, oh, that's lovely. Uh, Zoe's put um, Zoe's put grateful for uh, my network of school parents. That's lovely. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool when your kids go to school and then you end up with this whole new network of friends you didn't have. And locally, I think what's been brilliant is everyone helping each other out. So we've had a load of supports from. Uh, people locally for us i'm not surprised that she's uh she shouted that out 
that's cool yeah we we used to have um we used to have a thing um i think they've stopped doing it now but when my uh, my daughter was born the nhs had a kind of um postnatal group thing where they would they would take other mothers that had just given birth and um and kind of put them in a group together and all the people that we know from that group we've stuck with as friends um, and all the kids have grown up together uh, but the nhs has stopped doing it now which is really really sad to be honest it was um it's just lovely to you know i would have we would have never have met those people and and, and become friends with them if it hadn't have been for uh, for that group so yeah it's really really cool um okay uh so we're on to our three word uh, wonder segment now Haley, if you could uh, if you could bring up our three random words so the three words today are scooby snack from alistair Mushrooms from Mike and dinosaur from Jessica. I do not envy the post you have to create from that, Andrew. Uh, right. So, am got... I am I creating this now, or am I post actually posting this? Uh, you're actually posting this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. So, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so after the show, at some point after the show, if you could do a post today including those three words, um, uh, it's a bit of a bit of a brain teaser, um, and just put. Um, uh, hashtag that VHS uh, podcast in it. Uh, you guys out there in comment land as well. I know Alistair likes to get involved in this. You can also create your own three word wonder post um, and put the same hashtag in. I've got it. Um, I've got it. I'm going the careers route with this one. I've got it. It's fine. We're clear. It's, it, all, all, it's, it, you can tell that you create content on a daily basis yeah. at a ridiculously high amount because your brain's so, already gone. Beep. So, so let's, let's see what we think, right? So one of the biggest challenges in corporate life right now is that we need to get involved with corporate paleontology and dig up the dinosaurs in the boardroom. Simply at the moment, there's not much room for diversity of thought. Yeah? And whilst this feels huge and more like a Scooby snack, I think if we break it down and eat it in smaller pieces, we can get the diversity we need and the progress we require. Dude, thought? That, question mark. That, that, that is the content equivalent of freestyle rapping, what you just did there. That is... Yeah. That is... <laughs> off the, the chain corporate <laughs> hashtag corporate paleontology hashtag that vhs podcast boom mic drop <laughs> <laughs> quizzes dude, not so much quizzes not, not, so, much. not so much free word wonder though absolutely smashed it um dude you have been absolutely epic today you have smashed eric's high score and just for that alone i thank you because uh, it will shut him up now um uh, but as with all things uh, the sun is slowly setting like the twin suns of tatooine in star wars for us today um we will be back again uh, next week same bat channel uh, same live same time with a different guest uh, stay safe out there kids andrew thanks for coming on uh, thanks and, it's for and uh, it's goodbye from him ciao so have a have a good <laughs> <laughs> Have a good weekend, guys, and uh, we will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.